everyone. Welcome back to the Leadership Locker. If this is your first time, I'm your host, Rich Cardona. I'm a retired Marine and uh, decided at 38 years old I was going to become an entrepreneur. I had no business plan, no idea what the fuck I was going to do. And here I am documenting the journey, but I'm also interviewing industry experts along the way. Gary V's of the world, Brad Lay, freaking Dan Fleischman, Andy Frisella, Kendra Hall, all, all kinds of fantastic people to give you the how-tos, how to storytell, how to use storytelling in business how to overcome imposter syndrome, how to negotiate a contract, how to price your product, all, all these things in relating to your entrepreneurial journey, no matter how new you are to it or how much you're aspiring to do it, this podcast is the place that is going to help you kind of push through and help you probably avoid some of the blind spots that you don't even know exist yet. And, and that is what I like to use this for. So this is one of those uh, solo episode in which I'm just going to talk to you about uh, a dinner I had with a colleague who uh, was a business executive a friend of mine, and he is a business was a business executive at a well known company for you know over twenty years. He's a veteran, did four years, I believe it was four years. Got out, did twenty years there, twenty plus years there. Uh, kind of essentially retired. Got the podcasting bug. Has a very very good podcast, and ultimately started a kind of an executive leadership kind of mastermind sort of deal. Stand up guy, complete stand up guy. Well, he was in town. Uh, visiting. So he he and his wife and uh, my wife and I went out to dinner with them. It was great. And the podcast is going well, the mastermind's going well and all this other stuff. But we talked about social. He's like, Rich, you'd probably laugh. You know, you probably laugh every time you see my social. He's like, I just make sure that I do, you know, one post within a 24 hour period, no matter what. And I'm like, okay. And he's like, you know, I, I, everything just comes from referrals or or sales anyway. And I hear that, and I completely hear that, and I completely understand, and I, it makes sense, right? Like, it feels good to have referrals. It feels good to know that you have a network uh, that is going to support you, and that if you deliver on your promise, that the word will travel faster. And again, I've said it many times, the best marketing is proof. However, if you have a social media presence and it, you got crickets, okay, and maybe not a lot of people are watching, but you're consistent inevitably at some point people are going to reach out to you and say something along the lines of, hey, I've been following you for months. Love your content. Would love to learn more about your business. Would love to learn more about your podcast. Would love to learn more about your mastermind. Would love to pick your brain on whatever. This is what happens. Just because your shit's not popping off on social media doesn't mean people aren't paying attention. More importantly, if anyone's ever on the fence, if anyone is ever on the fence about you and it's a referral or it's from outreach or it's from prospecting and not necessarily from social media, then they can go to your social media to determine and kind of maybe have that final quarter turn whether they're going to want to have this conversation with you or not. And what do I mean by that? I mean, they're going to look at your fucking content and they're going to determine if you're the real deal or not, they're going to see how salesy you are. They're going to see how real you are. They're going to see what kind of content that you push. Is it value added? Is it some just corny repurposed graphic? Is all you put on social media viral content and you've never literally put out an original thought? So it's, it's that next level. Now, here's the thing. And look, it took me forever to learn this. This podcast this clip, if I ever publish this clip, this video clip, everything I've put on social media, like, of course, it's personal branding. Of course, it's consistent with what I want, which is to help aspiring entrepreneurs actually launch their own business or to help existing entrepreneurs, you know, avoid some of the shit that goes on during the journey. 
But if this ever gets published, it's a top of the funnel piece. Meaning, okay, we don't even need to use the words funnel. funnel. Let's use the sales process. It is the very, very tippy top part of it, which means you are literally collecting attention. You are collecting eyeballs. You are collecting ears and listens and downloads and followers by putting yourself out there with your message, your calls to action, your impact, your influence, your experience, your everything. It doesn't mean you're putting out content that's literally just selling. It just means you are educating people. You are abiding, so to speak, by what really successful people on social media do uh, that aren't, you know, quote unquote influencers and, and just have tons of money to spend. If you're actually doing it right, you're providing value, okay? You're providing value. You're conveying information that is going to allow people to do three things. Know you, like you, and trust you. And if they trust you, they'll buy from you. But here's the thing. Your podcast, your social media, your tweets, your freaking time on Clubhouse talking about how you can help someone get, you know, another six figures in 90 days, all, all that nonsense, all that stuff is, it's top of the funnel. None of that directly, here the Jets, Jets are flying out today. Jets are flying out around the house. If any of that content that you're putting out is not directly going to result in like a sale, it's very rare that a piece of content that you put out turns into a click that turns into another click after someone lands on your landing page to learn more and then them taking out their credit card and buying something. It takes multiple interactions. So it's a top of the funnel, which is something I obviously discussed on my podcast with Talia Miller. This is an uncomfortable journey because the ROI is not necessarily quantitative. It has to, it's qualitative. And if you can't hang for the long game and you're more focused on the sale instead of bringing, you know, establishing virtual relationships online and allowing the time to pass for that delayed gratification that you'll get when people know you've been around the block for a while now and continue to see you ascending and you delivering results for others, if you don't have the patience for that, then it's never going to work. So what's my take then? Or how do you answer the question, like, should I even have anything on social media? I don't even really care about it. I feel like it's just kind of a necessary evil. Look, if you want to help people, you can do it in, in, in the most comfortable way possible, is, and that's by doing what you want to do, okay? So that friend of mine that I'm talking about, of course, he can just continue on with his podcast, which does really well. He could continue on getting referrals from people that he's already had on the show. He could reach out to acquaintances, to colleagues, to friends, and all that good stuff, and leave it at that. But if he wants to help more people, and, and, and by help, I mean people who may never buy from him, then you put out content. Because it's not about you. I mean, like, how many times am I going to have to talk about this? Like, it's not about you. You don't put out the content to freaking help you get the dopamine rush that happens when you get a little bit of traction on a post or the engagement or people having conversations with you, you know, in the comments. That's not it. The, the goal is to just help, to serve. And if, you, if that's something that you could fathom, if that's something that you could stomach, then you're going to be fine. Then yes, do it. But look, referrals dry up. Referrals dry up. So just because things are going well doesn't mean, cool, I don't have to do social media anymore. How much can you add to and, and you know, amplify the influence you're having with 
the small amount of people that are paying clients or customers right now? How, how can you extend that? They use social media to tell people about you, I bet. If there's ever been a Yelp review, a Google review, you know, Instagram post about you or someone sharing a post of yours on LinkedIn, like, look, they're using social media to amplify your brand or, or what you're doing. So why don't you? So this isn't me saying get over it and just do it. This is me saying it's a tool, period. Podcasting is a tool, period. And you can choose what you want to do or not do with it. But you fucking can't complain about social media when it literally could be the difference between you reaching your goals and not. Okay? You can unfollow anything that you don't like. You could disconnect from anyone you don't like. You don't have to subscribe to podcasts you don't like. If you need to clean up, you know, what social media looks like so your user experience is good, that is a completely separate thing from you putting out content for your ideal customer or client. If you really want to help someone, if you really want to extend the reach, if you really want to, you know, put it outside the bounds of where you're comfortable, then give it a shot and be consistent. One post every 24 hours is a fantastic goal, you know, but at the same time, if you're going to do it, you literally have to be invested in it and remember that like, I am doing this because I want to help people. I want to help people. I want to influence people. Cool. Then do it. Then do it. Don't make a post. Don't make posts that have lazy written all over them. All right. So we'll end there. But look, having that pulse matters. Not everyone is outwardly and overtly going to just say, hey, I want to work with you. Sometimes it takes people time. And what helps them make that decision is seeing you over and over, even if you never see them over and over. So don't forget that there's freaking lurkers out there who you are satisfying with your content, and they might just be waiting until they have the cash flow to approach you and literally enlist your services. Okay? Stop looking for the silver bullet. It's all hard. Because if it wasn't social media you're complaining about, you'd be complaining about something else. Period. All right. So look, uh, we'll wrap up here. We have a personal branding take action guide. It's 21 pages. We poured everything we got into it. I already told you in some of the previous episodes, it's $99. $99, 21 page guide. And we will fully refund you if you think it's as good as toilet paper, which I would freaking bet my daughters on it, that there's no way you're not going to get ridiculous value out of it. It's, it's, it's clearly to me more valuable than $99. But if you have no idea where to start on your personal brand at all, if you don't know what a personal brand is, if you don't know what you need to say, if you don't know what you should be consuming, if you don't know where you should put content out, then this is something that you're going to want to use. This is something that's, that's going to help catapult you into a different mindset, into taking yourself seriously, into taking your mission more seriously, which is by showing up online exactly the way you want, whether that's on a podcast, whether that's on Clubhouse, whether that's as a podcast guest, or whether that's creating content. It doesn't freaking matter. This is going to untangle all the bullshit reasons in your brain that don't allow you to actually believe that a personal brand is not only good for you as an individual, but for your 
business. So info at richcardonamedia.com. You could always DM Eliza Delgado on Instagram or LinkedIn. You could DM me on Instagram or LinkedIn at Rich Cardona. And that's it. All right. Look, if you like this podcast and if it's useful, uh, even these solo ones that, I mean, you guys are telling me it's good, so I'm going to keep doing them, then please share it with someone. Share it, rate it, and review it. The reviews are what gets this podcast like jumping up in the charts from time to time, and it matters. It matters. I want to help as many people as possible, and if you support me in doing that, then support the podcast by uh, taking a couple minutes to do those reviews. All right, everyone. Thank you so much. We'll be back next time. See you later. 